Do you have like a a small cup? Yeah. For uh, what though? I'm gonna. What kind of cup? Like a mug? No, no. I'm thinking of something that would hold this. This one's kind of tall. <laughs> I like it. I like I, do too. I like rigging things. Okay. Um. Oh, it's going. Shoot. at the right time. I'm Brad Hicks with Dan Zasvorka. Here I am. story uh, that happened on my birthday quite a few, eh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, uh, but it's one of my favorite uh, experiences, and I think it's a great story. I was working in construction at the time in San Francisco and lived with my family, my wife, and my daughters. We lived in a community, kind of a commune thing there in San Francisco. I'll talk more about that sometime. But uh, it was my birthday, and I went to work like usual. But my wife had planned to have a special day for me on my birthday. So she contacted my boss, and she said, I'm going to come pick him up, but I don't want to tell him. And so she got the car ready. She put together a picnic. And then I have this little small rowboat. It's called a sport yak. And I've had this boat in my family for almost over 50 years, actually, probably 53 years this has been in my life, this boat. And so it's very special to me. It's like my one special possession of my life. She put that on the on the top of the car, tie, had some people help her tie it down. And she came, drove up to my work site and honked the horn. And I'm like, what's she doing here? And she's like, I'm going to take you out for your birthday. You don't have to work. And I'm like, Really? And it was really cool that I didn't have to work. So I jump in the car and we drive from San Francisco kind of inland some on the Sacramento River. And there was this spot on the Sacramento River where we used to where we like to go. There's a beach and we can swim because it was in the it was in the fall, but the water was still nice. It was a place we had been before. And so she drove and we ended up at this beach took the boat down, put it on the beach. 
Um, we laid out some blankets, had a picnic. We did a little swimming. I rode the boat around a little bit in, in the Sacramento River. It's, it was really a, a nice afternoon. So then um, I pulled the boat up out of the water and we had our towels laying there and we decided to both lay down in the sun and just take like a little nap. And so we're, we laid down and one of the things that we had forgotten that the Sacramento river is actually quite affected by the tides from the ocean because it's close enough to the ocean. So when the tide comes in, it pushes all of the water up higher in, in the river. And we hadn't even thought about that. So we're laying there and while we're laying there, the water comes up and takes my boat away. And we have no idea. And so after a little while of, I, I sit up and I look out there and I see a boat out there and it does not register with me. And I think, I don't see anybody in the boat. And I'm like, I think to myself, wow, that's nice. Somebody's just laying down in their boat, floating down the river. That's so cool. And so I lay down and I say to Kelly, that's the life. Someone just floating, laying down in their boat, floating down the river. She sits up and I'm still laying down. She sits up. She looks and she goes, Dan, isn't that your boat floating down the river? <laughs> and it is quite a ways away. And I sit up and, and I, and all of a sudden the panic and the adrenaline just rushes in. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I jump up and I'm, I'm looking around and I don't, and then I'm like, oh, I've got to go after it. So I, I look over and at the end of the beach, there's this waterway that you can swim across. And then there's this rock uh, crust, kind of these big boulders that are along the river that are form the border of the river. And I, I just take off. I just start running and I dive in the water and I swim across and I get on these rocks. And what I hadn't seen when I first dove in the water was, that the rocks are covered with blackberry bushes. And I'm climbing through these blackberry bushes, bare feet, the spines are going into my toes and feet. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And I'm climbing over these blackberry bushes. I get to the top above the river and there's a, there's a gravel road. And I'm in my bare feet and I'm running down the gravel road like, oh, oh, oh. And Kelly's just like, you're crazy. She's yelling these things at me. and. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing as hard as I can at the same time. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> ow, oh, ow, oh. And I'm running down this road and I, eventually the boat is coming around this, a curve. And I'm like, if I could catch up and climb down there, when it comes around this curve, it'll come close to the edge and I can grab it. And so I'm, I'm running and I'm, I'm hurting myself so badly. And, I'm, and yet I'm going, thank you, God. Thank you, God. This is such an adventure. This is so, I love this. And so I run down and I climb down the rocks. And sure enough, the boat comes right about the same time, the boat coming around the, the corner. And I just jump into the boat and, it, and, and I'm laughing hard and I'm going, oh my God, this is, oh God, thank you. And so then, but then I have to row this boat back upriver to where we have our car. And this is no easy task. And I'm like, and so I try and I cannot, the current's too strong. And so I row across the river and there's these, this kind of this inlet and there's these little docks along the river and I 
pull the boat and I climb up on these docks and I wind my way around. It takes me like a half an hour to get, you know, a hundred yards now up where, the river. Dan, where's Kelly at all this stuff? She's on the beach just watching this happen. <laughs> and she saw it all unfold. Yeah, and she saw it all yeah. unfold and I'm laughing and she's like just yelling, what's wrong with you? And, <laughs> and, and, and so I work my way up and eventually I'm able to row across the river to, to the beach. And the whole, you know, at first I was so panicky. This was like, this was my special, special material item that I love. And it was floating down the river and it was gone. And yet I was also overjoyed with this adventure that mm. it was, I, I, at the end, I just felt like, God, this is the best birthday present I could ever ask for. This was so, it, my, I didn't know if I was going to make it. I was forced to use my whole self to get to the boat and, and totally, you know, I was hurting and, and my feet were just, you know, a mess. But it was like, what a joy to have this adventure because it turned out good. I got the boat and was able to get back to the beach. Um, I don't know that. I suppose that's a, the wrong place where my boat gets taken away, but it was the absolute right time for me to have uh, such a present, yeah. a gift from, for me, was a gift from God. Great story, Dan. <laughs> About four years ago, um, I was in uh, the church that I go to, and I'm, uh, I've been trained as a pastor, and so I get involved in some of the services. And they had asked me one Sunday to go up and share uh, a prayer after the worship songs ended. And so I got ready. I was, I, the worship songs were winding down, so I walked up front. And apparently I was a little early or something and I was standing there and the, the song was going on for a little while. And then um, I didn't know what to do. So I just started into the prayer and uh, prayed the prayer and walked off and thought everything was good. But after the service, the worship leader came up to me and, and he's like, you really blew that. That was the transition was really really rough and you've got to watch that because you're you're quenching the holy spirit you the holy spirit wants to move in people's life and you're just quenching it by disrupting things like that and so i walked away from that interaction going oh my gosh this this is is this about raising the holy spirit up in this cloud in the middle of worship anyway it was oh i was really kind of tweaked by that and thought, oh, I'm, 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 I'm hindering or I'm quenching the spirit. Well, a few weeks later, it turns out, was my 60th birthday on a Sunday. And uh, not many people knew about it. The pastor knew about it. Uh, but I was asked to be a part of the service again and go up and, and do a prayer or, or lead a benediction or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And so I was standing in front in the front row of the seats and the pastor was standing next to me and uh, the music is winding down. And uh, at this point, a woman in our church 
decided she had a message for me from the Holy Spirit that I needed to hear right then. So she walks up from the back and she comes up and stands right next to me. And she uh, starts, she whispers in my ear and she says, Dan, I, I have a message from the Holy Spirit for you. <laughs> and I'm like, you do? And I was kind of surprised, although I've heard messages from the Holy Spirit before. And uh, so she starts whispering this message into my ear that's super encouraging, super uplifting, how much God cares about me and how much he loves me and and all of the things that he he is honoring in my life. And she's whispering this in my ear. And at that point, the music comes down, winds down, and stops. And the same worship leaders up there <laughs> reading the music and the pastor's next to me. And so the pastor is sensing that there's a little bit of a, a too big of a space happening here between the music winding down and me getting up there. He starts pushing on my right shoulder, whispering in my left ear. He's pushing on my right shoulder. And I'm like torn between these two things. I want to really... I don't want to dishonor, actually, the Holy Spirit. I want to hear what the Holy Spirit wants to say to me. But at the same time, I'm like part of this Kronos service, you know, this Kairos moment's happening. And this Kronos is pushing me to just go on with, with life as it's supposed to be. And so he's pushing harder and harder. And I'm kind of leaning because he's pushing me so hard. And she says, I... She finishes and she says, I, I want to pray for you. And I turned to her, I said, can we pray? Let's pray after the service. And then I hurry up and jump up on, on, on the platform and I start uh, praying or whatever. But inside, I'm laughing so hard. And I'm thinking, God, this is such a great birthday present that you are just putting me in this so awkward, weird place where I'm getting in trouble, but I'm hearing good things. And it, it, it just was such a mix of things that, uh, that actually, for me, it was a, one of the best birthday presents God can give me. And uh, so that's a, that's a story uh, about that. Wrong place, right time. Wrong place. And I think in that moment, the Holy Spirit was in the wrong place. Didn't the Holy Spirit know that service had to go on? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, but it was the right time. This was a time when I, I, God knew I needed to hear something, some encouragement, some love. Perfect.